From KUNR Reno Public Radio, this is Priced Out. A podcast about affordable housing. I'm Bree Zender. And I'm Joey Lovato. This week, we have a few pieces from our reporter on Gray. When talking in the newsroom with all of the reporters who have been working on these stories, it seems that a common theme that tends to come up is subgroups of people who are disproportionately affected by the housing market. Yeah, I've definitely noticed that in my reporting. Groups like seniors, young families, and the working poor, and people with mental and physical disabilities. It's important to see how each of these groups is affected, so our reporter Andre looked into how seniors in the community are being impacted by the change in the housing market. Washoe County Senior Services, located near downtown Reno, is a bustling gathering place for some of the region's older residents. Many pop in to play games like pool, grab a coffee, or stay for lunch. In the cafeteria, volunteer Jennifer Nix is scooping piping hot bowls of cream of mushroom soup as a mid-morning snack. Lots of mushrooms in it today. Oh, that's good. Bud Matlock is a 76-year-old retiree. He's a former truck driver from Mayflower, and now... Well, I primarily come here to have lunch, and their soups are terrific. They have uh, used fresh vegetables, and it's homemade soup every day. Matlock comes daily to socialize and for a good meal. His favorites include lasagna and clam chowder. About 20% of those eating lunch at the center report that's the only meal they eat for the whole day. Washoe provides thousands of homebound seniors with deliveries, commonly known as Meals on Wheels, and also dishes up lunches at several community locations. In 2017, operating at a max capacity, the county provided nearly 400,000 meals. Like many older Americans, Matlock lives on a fixed income. He says he's lucky to be in public housing. You know, my rent is subsidized, and the full rent in my apartment would be 900 a month. I mean, that would take 75, 80 percent of my income. So if it wasn't subsidized, I could not live there. So that's the only way that I survive. I could not move out and just go into any apartment and pay the rent. Matlock lives in a building designated for seniors. It's managed by the Reno Housing Authority, which receives federal funding from HUD. The agency provides subsidized housing for low-income individuals and families. There are more than 700 public housing units, and about 2,500 vouchers offered, which can be used on the open market. Right now, across the country, a third of adults aged 50 and over spend roughly a third of their income on housing. Many are forced to cut back on food and health care. Michonne Hurst is with the Reno Housing Authority. The senior population doesn't have the ability to increase their income like a family would. Finding a new job, different sources of income, typically they're on Social Security or pension, and that's a fixed amount. Due to the growing demand, her sister is a waiting list for public housing that can take several years. And even for those who qualify for the voucher program based on their income, finding a place can seem nearly impossible. That is an issue that we are coming across more and more as time goes on because landlords are increasing their rents. The supply and demand of the market right now, there's so many people out there that are looking for units that aren't voucher holders. And so they opt not to accept the voucher because they can find somebody who doesn't have one very easily. Being priced out of a home is an experience 61-year-old Marie Blank dealt with personally a few years ago. I was in a house out instead, and they remodeled it and sold it. They gave me a month's notice. I could have used more time, but they 
wanted to start remodeling right away. Blank is a former bus driver for the Washoe County School District, retiring after more than a decade because of a shoulder injury. Other unexpected life changes, like the death of her husband, have made the last few years tough. Blank is currently living with her son. We just had to find the cheapest place we could go to, and that's the motel we're at now. Weekly motels peppered throughout the city have increasingly become a more affordable option for seniors. Last year, about 1,300 seniors were living in Reno motels. Abby Bottolotto is a senior services coordinator with the county. I think that we do see the need of people just coming to our front desk who are either being evicted or are in need of housing, and I think that we're seeing um, growing numbers of that being the issue. Therein lies the problem, Bottolotto explains. More and more people need housing, but with the low supply out there, the demand keeps driving the prices even higher, limiting the affordable options for low-income seniors. I'm On Gray for Reno Public Radio News. All right, great. So uh, now Bree and I are here with On. Uh, you just reported on this great story about the senior housing. Thanks so much, Joey and Bree. It's mm-hmm. nice to be here with you guys. Yes. So as we were working on the affordable housing series, um, I wanted to take a look at the vulnerable groups that this issue is affecting most prominently. And uh, seniors in particular are particularly affected because they are mostly on fixed income. So as housing costs rise, they, they're not making or generating more income like, I say, a young family could or someone who could take on another job. They have a finite amount of what they can spend each month. And so as rents continue to rise in our community, they will have less for food, for transportation, for health care. And so I wanted to, to look and, and talk to people and see how that's affecting the senior community in Washoe County. How how big was the senior center? How many people were there? Like, Can you kind of set the scene a little bit visually? So the Washoe County Senior Services is located near downtown Reno. It's in this building. It's, it's adjacent to a variety of um, government buildings. And when I was there, I think I came in, Joey, at around 10 a.m. in the morning, and it was already quite busy. There was a game room, and there was already about maybe 10 or so people in there hanging out, socializing, playing pool. There were people there uh, milling about getting coffee. They serve hot coffee every morning. And Bud didn't make it into the story, but he made it a point to say, you know, I really enjoy coming here. I want to give back. So he volunteers his time, and he comes in in the mornings and serves coffee so people can come in to get coffee. They have a mid-morning snack, which is when they serve soup. It's um, fresh-made soup. Um, And so that starts at around 10-ish in the morning. And uh, later on in the day, they'll have their lunch program. And uh, there's like uh, a menu they put out and they serve something different each day. And it's actually one of the most popular services that the Washoe County Senior Services has to offer in the community. But they also provide their lunch program at at a couple of other community locations throughout Washoe County. So um, you go into this center and you come up and approach people and you're like, hey, I'm doing this story about housing or whatever. You know, is that kind of intimidating for you? And what what kind of reactions did you get from the people you approached? Well, you, that's also a really good question. As a reporter, you know, we're always out trying to get the, the best voices and get people's perspective. And sometimes it's hard because you really want to be respectful. 
Mm-hmm. Especially when you're dealing with a story that's, that's so as, personal and about like your personal finances, all exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but with th- with these two people, I had talked to um, the people at Washoe County Senior Services in advance and said, "Do you have somebody who's willing to share your story?" And so that was helpful because then they were able to ask people who were willing to talk. And in, mm-hmm. and that, it doesn't always work that way. A lot of times you just go in and you approach people and say, hey, I'm working on this story. Would you be interested in sharing your story? And that's how most of the time I get my sources. And people say yes, but you also get lots and lots of no's. Um, in this case with uh, Bud and Marie, um, we had asked in advance because, you know, it, it was in a setting where it could be perhaps um, too aggressive to go in and ask about, you know, what's your housing situation? What's your finance situation? And then also because a lot of them do go there to get their primary meal of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a sensitive topic. Occasionally, you, even as you're interviewing someone, you'll ask them something and they're like, I actually don't want to share that. It's, so most of the people there are on a fixed income do you find that they were more willing to talk to you because of that kind of assumption about seniors? Well, with the, the people that I spoke to, they were very open, I think partly because they understand this is a big issue right now, and it's frustrating to see people that they know either have to move or struggle. And as Bud said very openly, you know, I live in public housing, and if I didn't live here, I would be spending about 75 to 80% of my income, and I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to survive. And he goes to the senior center every day, and he hears these stories himself. And I think for him, I got the sense that he wanted to share his story because he knew this was an issue that was important that people should know about. And the same with Marie, you know, someone who's retired, uh, worked for the school district, and had an injury, and was living in a home. And then now with the rents rising, and her home was, um, the home that she was living in was being sold, I, that that put her in a position that she didn't plan for. And so I think that they want that information out there because there's that sense of frustration, right? Because they're at a point where they know that they have a limited amount of what they can do if the rents keep rising. What did you learn from this story? What I learned from this story is that, um, and from all the other interviews that I've, I did for this affordable housing series, is that it is a pressing problem in our community for a variety of reasons. Number one is that, as I mentioned, um, and as I'm sure some of the other reporters uncovered, is that right now we have a very low supply of new homes, of new apartments, and uh, the demand is high as our economy grows, which is a good thing, right? Many people benefit from a growing, diversifying economy. But there are people who will be left out, and those are the working poor, those are the vets, those are the seniors, Those are like single moms, low-income people. And we, right now, I think as a community, are desperately trying to figure out ways to address how to keep those people from being left out. So do you want to kind of lead us into this next next part a little bit? Um, We're going to kind of expand on one of the people you talked to, uh, Bud Matlock. So um, with this next story, it's a non-narrative, so it's not narrated at all. It's just basically my interview with Bud and him sharing his story, his perspective about retiring, about his experiences with the Washoe County Senior Services, and what his concerns are about um, the lack of affordable housing in our community. All right, great. Well, we'll uh, jump into that. Here is uh, Bud Matlock. Thanks, On. Thanks, guys. Thanks, On.
is 76. I'm retired. I've had a variety of jobs. I've been everything. I drove for truck for Mayflower for several years. I also had a business uh, in the Bay Area doing architectural design, remodeling houses and that sort of thing. And I've also did that for a while here in Reno. Have a good meal every day thanks to the Senior Center. This is primarily my main meal and main, main source of uh, food. And uh, so I come here every day. Lasagna is, is really good. And the soups are terrific. They have uh, used fresh vegetables and it's homemade. And uh, that's one of the things I always look forward to and they have a variety of, of types of soups. And clam chowder every Friday, which is very good. And uh, also a little camaraderie with my friends. So we come out and hang out every day and talk to each other. And it's a great place uh, to meet friends and people. And then also there are a lot of resources here to help you if you need help. It's like a little family. We take care of each other and help each other. And I have a car, so I chauffeur people about to and from doctor's appointments and things. So we kind of stick together and help each other. Oh, boy. It's kind of interesting here at the Senior Center. Uh, your table is like a little neighborhood and an island. So there are certain people that sit at various tables, and they've sat there for years and have their own chair and their own table. And after a while, you get to know each other. Four people that sat at my table for years that have passed away in the last two three years. And one passed away a couple of weeks ago, so you learn just how fragile life is and how valuable it is and that you should live every moment and enjoy life as best you can. You have a lot of homeless people that come in, particularly during the winter time, for hot coffee and a uh, fresh hot meal every day, and so uh, you get to meet a variety of people with backgrounds. and. It makes me realize how blessed I am. There are times when I get down in the dumps and start complaining to myself, and then when I start looking around, I realize just how blessed I really am because I have perfect health, and I have a nice apartment and a place to live. You know, tons of money I do not have. Every month is stretching it, so every month, uh, you know, I run out of money, and I don't know how... Families survive in this day and era with the cost of food and rent. Uh, the industries that are coming in now, uh, overnight our rents have gone up over anywhere from $100 to $200 constantly. Every day here people are complaining that they're having to leave Reno because they cannot financially afford to live here anymore. Prosperity brings in a lot of good things for people who are still working and young and healthy, but for seniors, prosperity means a decline in housing and uh, it's more difficult. So uh, it's all financial. And uh, where is the money going to come from? Cost of rent keeps going up, but incomes don't. I mean, we've had very small Social Security raises and uh, rents just continue. It's financially very difficult for seniors. Thank you for listening to this episode of Priced Out. If you'd like to learn more about the series and see pictures and videos, you can visit our website at KUNR.org.
The music in today's episode was by Freedom Trail Studio in Puddle of Infinity. And our awesome original theme song is by local band People With Bodies. Our editor is Michelle Billman, and our digital producer is Michelle Matus. The Michelles are awesome, and we love them. Today's story was reported by our community health reporter, On Gray. I'm Joey Lovato. And I'm Bree Zender. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.